0: And now it's time to catch up with the week's events as HCR 104FM presents the omnibus edition of Huntsford.
1: Ah, hello, Neil. Oh, nice to see you again. Are you still coping OK with Sleepy Huntsford?
0: Hi, Judy. Obviously, it's quiet compared with London, but there are certain
1: attractions. <laughs> so I've heard. According to the rumour mill, you're quite a hit with the ladies.
0: I was thinking of your shop. Circle of life compares well with the health food shops in London.
1: Oh, thank you. It's nice to be appreciated. I must say, though, I've been really busy ever since I opened. It's been manic.
0: You'll be even busier now you're a granny, of sorts.
1: Uh Yeah, That rumour mill again. Does everyone know?
0: It's common knowledge, but I wouldn't worry. Everyone's pleased for you and Bob, and apparently your fiancé is enjoying being a granddad.
1: Tell me about it. I hardly get a look in what with Bob and Raymond fighting each other to spoil him rotten and be his favourite. Oh, Hello, Dan. How can I help you?
2: All right, Judy. I'd like some hibiscus tea, some turmeric and a refill of porridge oats.
0: (laughs) I'm guessing those aren't for you.
2: I wish. Laura wants to look her best for the beauty salon opening, so me and the kids have to suffer too. No bacon and eggs,
0: just porridge and herbal tea.
1: Well, oh, health-eating doesn't have to be a torture, Dan. I've got some vegan chocolate chip cookies that the children might like.
0: Meanwhile, you can always nip down to Carmela's during the day for a full English.
1: <laughs> You're a very bad man, Neil. According
0: to the Huntsford Rumour Mill. Fantel, I was talking to Carmella today about the design you want for our wedding cake. She said it was possible, but it could go horribly wrong.
3: What wedding cake, Alistair? We haven't talked about wedding cakes. We haven't even agreed on the venue yet, let alone discussing cakes.
0: Not again. What is the matter with you? We spent a whole evening talking about cakes. I wrote down your ideas and drew a picture. Here's the proof.
3: I didn't say all that. I haven't even thought about the wedding lately. I've been concentrating on the opening of my salon. Are you calling me a liar, Chantel? No, no, of course not. Oh, don't shout, please, darling. Uh, Remind me what we decided.
0: You wanted a cake in the shape of a mountain to remind me of Phonab. You asked for a white chocolate sponge with icing made to look like snow. Uh,
3: But I don't like white chocolate.
0: It makes me feel sick. Are you deliberately trying to wind me up and make me look a fool in front of Carmilla? Are you?
3: No, no, I'm not. Oh, please don't shout at me, Alistair. I think I must be going mad.
0: And I think you're right. This is beyond a joke. You have to see someone about your memory loss or there'll be no wedding. With.
1: Or without a kick. You'll never guess what, Trev?
2: What what, Doreen?
1: Remember I pitched an idea for a TV series, Trans Woman to a Scotland on a Harley? Oh, how can I forget? Uh, have you heard back from the TV company? I have. And get this. They've accepted the pitch. I'm gonna be on TV.
2: <laughs> oh, it's not often I get a bonus by celebrity in the Red Lion. Are you working this shift with me, or, or are you meeting your agent?
1: <laughs> <laughs> very funny. Look, while it's quiet, can I run some of the director's ideas by you? You've been in showbiz longer than me.
2: Oh, I'd be honoured. Oh, here Duncan, and Dorian's going to make that TV programme in Scotland. I'm just giving her some advice.
0: <laughs> congratulations, Dorian. Ah, oh, look, it's all very well asking Trevor, right? But surely you'll be wanting the advice of a real
1: Scotsman. I need all the help I can get, frankly. I can't afford to mess this up.
2: Oh, you won't. Uh, OK, give us the details.
1: The directors want to shoot in late autumn. They're going for a gothic vibe spooky castles, brooding skies, roaring fires, and plenty of wee drams.
2: Oh, we all ace the spooky bit. What with your face, you'll frighten all the boats away. I'm just pulling your leg door. The concept sounds
0: brilliant. I agree. Most programmes about Scotland are made on only two sunny days of the year. (laughs) This sounds more interesting.
1: Thanks, guys.
0: Look, if you're worried about messing up, right, you can always practice your interview techniques on Trevor. You know, when the pub's quiet.
1: Oh, that's so kind of you. I only get one shot at this, and I want to blow them away. I'm so lucky to have you two in my corner. Good evening,
2: ladies. What can I get you?
1: What's your poison, Sharon? Oh, gin and tea, please, Alison. <laughs> Make it a large one, Trevor. It's been full on in wavelengths today. We both work straight through lunch, so we'd like fish and chips as well, please. Oh, I'll
2: ask Vicki to do you both an extra portion. Uh, what are you drinking?
1: Large white wine please. Mm, you're very cheerful this evening. Doesn't take a detective to work out why. Our Trev's loved up, am I right?
2: Oh you are Shazza. Oh, I had the best date with Dylan last night. We went to a comedy gig in Cambridge which was fab and then I stayed over at his place.
1: Judging from the big grin on your face, I'd say staying over
3: was the best bit.
2: A gentleman doesn't kiss and tell, Alison. But the guy was amazing. That's all I'm going to say on that subject. But I can reveal some other exciting information.
1: Ooh, what's that?
2: It just so happens that villain has contact in the comedy circuit. Reckons he can get me some gigs in Cambridge. Maybe even London. Oh, he's very well
1: connected. Oh, that's nice, Trevor, but I wouldn't get too excited. Not until he delivers. Alison's yeah, right. I've lost count of the guys who've promised me the Earth and haven't followed through. Oh, don't get your hopes up. That's my advice.
2: We'll tr- trust you two to reign on my parade.
1: Oh, we're not. We're just looking out for you. That's what friends do.
3: Exactly.
2: We don't want to see you get hurt. A... Oh, there you go, Adam find Red Lion's finest. You look like you need it. Is it that obvious, Bob? You look proper miserable, mate. And I reckon I know why. I bet you haven't spoken to Heather, have you? You've ignored me advice and chickened out. you're right. I've been trying to find the right moment to tell her how I feel. In the meantime, she's been on another date with Neil. Oh, that's what you get for dithering. I know. Heather didn't go into detail, obviously, but I got the impression that things went a bit further this time. Well, how how do you mean a bit further? She said she went back to his place. Oh, Bob, do you think they, you know? Of course they did. Look, mate, you've got to make a move or you'll lose Heather to that smooth-talking copper. Is that what you want? I've probably lost her already. Oh, if that's your attitude, you don't deserve her. Sorry if that sounds harsh, but truth is, I reckon you two are made for each other. That's why I can't stand to see you give up before you've even tried. You need to man up, Adam. Tell Heather how you feel about her. And that's the last time I'm making this speech, I feel like I'm wasting my breath. Oh, sorry, Bob. You've been very patient. And I don't blame you for getting frustrated with me. You're right. It's time for me to man up.
4: Right, Tommy. We've got time for one more drink before Duncan closes the pub. Then it's time for Mabel and the Edge to dump on the tour bus.
2: Mine's a pint, Mario, and a cheeky shot. God, I can't believe this is really happening.
4: I know what you mean. It's my dream come true. I have to pinch myself sometimes. I just wish Sam would stop worrying about her mum and dad.
2: Where's she gone, by the way?
4: Oh, she's outside, on the phone to Raymond. I'm worried all this hassle with Charlotte's going to affect her singing.
2: God, it's me you should worry about, mate. I'm dead scared I'll get stage fright and screw up.
4: Of course you won't. You're a great drummer. You'll smash it. (laughs) That's if we ever get to go on tour. How do you mean? Well, it looks like our lead guitarist can't bear to be parted from your sister. I don't know how we're going to persuade him to get on the tour bus. Oi, Ryan,
2: put her down. You don't know where she's been. I'm going to miss you so much, Jordan.
3: No, you're not. Once you're on tour, you'll forget all about me, what with the rock and roll lifestyle. What do you mean? The groupies will be throwing themselves at you, and you won't be able to resist.
0: I doubt we'll attract any groupies, but even if we do, I'll leave them to Tommy.
4: You're the only woman for me. You know that, babe.
3: That's sweet. I'll miss you too.
4: Right, lovebirds, time to travel. Come on, everyone. Let's get this show on the road.
3: Series 6, episode 53, was written by Jean Fairburn and 54, Felicity Radcliffe. Judy was played by Sonia Anderson, Neil John Mountfort Dan and Tommy Pete Warman, Alistair Pratchett Ruddy, Chantelle Becky Zarati, Doreen Colette Parker, Trevor Neil Arthur, Duncan John McCusker, Sharon Vicky Marchant, Alison J. McCurcher Kay, Adam Steve Kay, Bob Roger M's. Mario Tony Irving, Ryan Stewart Nunn, and Jordan Anna Kewley. Post production engineer Sue Rodwell Smith. Sounds Wavelength's Sound Library and Freesound.org. Hunsford's theme tune was composed by Nick Thompson. Produced and directed by Sue Rodwell Smith, Hunsford was brought to you by Wavelength Productions and recorded in Huntingdon, Cambridgeshire.